0: of right. listening to mind of the alpha raw unedited and straight from the wolf's mouth hey what's up everybody it's bobby and we are uh, back here with another guest this evening we have gretchen woolert on the uh, podcast tonight she is the author of born to fight um Lincoln and Trump and and basically it's a book um and I actually did get to read your book Gretchen um and I found it very uh very interesting and some of the similarities you point out in the book I was pretty surprised about
1: I was actually very surprised too a lot of the once I started digging deeper Mm uh it all started in 2016 And I saw some little similarities uh, when Trump won the election with less than half the popular vote. That was Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. He was very tall and he had a 10 year old son in the White House and accompanied by a first lady who was immediately lambasted by the media for everything she wore. And that was Mary Todd Lincoln. So those similarities got me to thinking, could it possibly be that Donald Trump really is more like Abraham Lincoln uh, than than we think and absolutely i dug deep and most people don't know abraham lincoln uh Mm -hmm. there are a lot of things you will learn he was a real man he was a real uh uh, had a lot of um cringeworthy attributes even uh i still believe he's the greatest president we have had um he's my favorite president but uh yeah there are a lot of things that i didn't know either and some There are a lot of major differences between Donald Trump and Abraham Lincoln, but there are so many incredible similarities.
0: Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Guys, we're always telling you, you got to talk to someone when you're not feeling yourself and you're having a rough time with your mental health. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. I myself go through seasonal depression, and sometimes I just don't want to leave the house or, or leave the room, even for that matter. That is where better help's coming in. You can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or, hell, even a video call. All from the comfort of your own home. If your therapist is in the right fit for you for any reason at any time, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy. But with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, gives you more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable rate. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com alpha. That's better, com slash A-L-P-H-A. Ten yes. chapters work. It's, it's kind of crazy. Cause I was listening to the upbringing of Donald Trump and, um, I think it was in chapter two that you talked about their child, you know, their childhood and the uh, perspective uh-huh. growing up. And I had no idea that Donald Trump went or Trump went through some of the things that he had gone through. Um, and, and then I, I learned more about Lincoln as well. And, and I've always been a big fan of Lincoln, you know, obviously a big fan of Donald Trump as well. Um, but it's just, it's mind blowing to me that they, you know, their, their childhoods were so similar. Um, What what, one question I did kind of want to ask you though, um, would you think that, or would you say that Lincoln's presidency was, it was more successful than Donald Trump's?
1: Well, it all, it all depends on where this thing ends. Donald Trump isn't finished. Mm uh abraham lincoln of course he was elected to a second term but he never got very far into it he was assassinated right uh, i think a little over a month after he was inaugurated so he had one good term as president and what everybody knows is of course he was uh he oversaw the fighting of the civil war Mm -hmm. um in fact he is the reason that we had a civil war. He's the one that stood up to the Southern Democrats' slave power and said, no, this isn't where we are. We're not going to let you just leave the union because you want to have slavery and we don't want it to stretch all across. We don't want the kind of nation you wanted. And that's exactly when you think about it, what Abraham Lincoln did. He said, uh-uh, we don't want the nation that you Democrats want to turn America into. And he's the reason, whenever the firing happened on Fort Sumter, it was Lincoln's decision to actually not just give up the fort, but to try to restock and resupply the fort. He wasn't going to just let them do their own thing. Today's Mm -hmm. Democrats, well, are wanting to turn the nation into something completely socialist and global and woke, which I believe is absolutely immoral. Um, isn't
0: and it, isn't it who now? stood
1: up and said, no, it was Donald Trump. We right. all, we all assumed it was headed down that path until he stood up and said, wait a minute. Can't we say Merry Christmas? Can't we offend somebody and not apologize Uh, That was something absolutely brand new. And basically it was, no, you're not taking this automatically into Hillary's America and the socialist agenda. And so he stopped it. And we did have four good years. But of course, all of those are uh, Democrats. They couldn't secede and have their own nation. So they've got to fight. They've got to force everybody else who wants patriotic, uh, America-loving nation to uh you know fight there's a clash that is coming i believe every 150 years uh, the democrat party goes off the deep deep end historically that Mm -hmm. has been um kind of correct so as far as success donald trump had incredible success and we just need to remember those the judiciary he put three supreme court justices in but he also appointed so many other judges and that is so critical today when you have when you have a political party like the democrats who is whose number one priority first of all is or number one mode of operation is the end justifies the means they're not bound by truth they're not bound by they took god off of their platform several years ago um, they're not bound by all of those ethics and and virtue that um, that uh, we believe people in government should you know
0: have. I, I would say that either, that a lot of you know a lot of it is the basis of our our democracy you know um, some of the stuff that they don't you know they, they're trying to take out of uh, you know the United States and and um, change in the way our system works and and let's let's be honest, a lot of Donald Trump's presidency was overshadowed um, by the Democrats trying to con- consistently destroy him, you know, um, and trying to bring him down and, and just uh, undermine things that policies that he was trying to put in place and and whatnot. So I think that it's it's kind of unfair that anybody can judge his presidency based upon um some of the stuff that's put out in the media i mean i don't know if you've seen but um right now that they're talking about indicting him for um i think he paid off stormy daniels to like hush money type of thing and they're trying to turn it into political what are your thoughts on that i i personally i think that they're doing it because they don't want him to obviously the democrats don't want him in office again right um so what are your
1: exactly how many times have they tried it began immediately because Donald Trump won and he was not expected to win. He stood up and it absolutely flew in the face of Obama was handing the baton off to Hillary Clinton and it was simply going the way of the liberal left. And Donald Trump absolutely stood up and said, no, he's a fighter. And by the way, he will never give up. But all of these are are. um they will keep trying to take him down first of all they believe the american people are stupid and a lot of their base is and a lot of their base they will simply believe what they are told it's I, it's I when they are fighting I, for the constitution
0: i, I don't um, know necessarily their base is stupid i i think that what it is is that we are misinformed and I, you know, Definitely. obviously, obviously, I'm I'm 100% a Republican, so I w- I wouldn't say they're stupid. I I think they're more ignorant to, um, policy and things like that. Because if you think about it, the way that our news works and and corporate media works now is you're seeing 60 second clips of something somebody says. So you're there's no and the, and I would say that without looking up statistics. And my guess, my guess would be that 90% of people that read a headline only read the headline and they don't research into it and try to figure out more into that. So, you know, if they, the Democrats, they're known for, you know, putting things on CNN and these other, um, let, you know, leftist, uh, news media outlets, if you want to call them news media outlets, I think, you know, it's just, it's, it's garbage they put out there. So I think that, a lot of people, they're just what the problem is, is that they are too busy with their personal lives and in the things of their everyday life to dig in and really understand um, what how how that the Democrats are undermining democracy.
1: That that may be a better way of putting it. You're right. Um, the Democrats definitely believe their base is stupid, but I think they're uh, Where I miss stupid. Rush Limbaugh. I think they're just low information. Um, they trust their sources, and therefore they keep falling for uh, the Democrats pulling these things. What? How much did Bill and Hillary Clinton pay his women? Wasn't it? I don't know, almost a million dollars. I, I think it was. Think, so right, it's,
0: right. they're trying to them. take
1: Donald Trump down, and they're assuming that their base is going to. You know, they're throwing spaghetti against a wall and they want something to stick. They assume he is as bad as they believe him to be. And he's not. He's the most honest president I think we have ever had simply because whatever he thinks comes out his mouth. He's Plus not nobody, a politician.
0: Nobody voted for Trump because he's a politician. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly not. not, The opposite. They voted for Trump because we're, as the American people, we're ready for a change and we need a change. We need somebody that's not a politician to be in office. And that's why I voted for Donald Trump, um, because I was like, well, he's a businessman. He's a successful businessman. Maybe he really can turn this country around. But but the problem, I think, is that there's so much bullshit in Congress and in 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 government, you know, regulations and and policies and things like that, the power of the president is so limited. If you look at it, you know that does that make sense?
1: Well, not not if he can have the same stack of executive orders that Biden had whenever he took office, Mm -hmm. and can actually use his pen only for, you know, there are there are two Americas fighting it out. There are two American people and there is you know if if we want to call him a champion of the right i think that's legitimate in the same way that abraham lincoln if if abraham lincoln didn't, hadn't come along uh, we would have had a southern confederacy because everybody else was like how in, in the world can we stop them from going their own way nobody wanted a war and yet abraham lincoln it, there's no avoiding it we can either let them go their own way or we can fight and it's going to be tough and it was bad it was the worst war that Americans have ever been through with 600,000 casualties and and the only war america has lost that's debatable you know with uh, uh vietnam but uh it was terrible but right. do we stand, do we give up the fight and say, okay, you guys can do what you want. How can we stop you? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to come to a head? I believe it will. I think Abraham Lincoln and Donald Trump are two the two most incredible Republican fighters this nation has ever had. And, you know, Abraham Lincoln identified early. You have to identify the enemy. There are a lot of people in the nation who believe, you can't say Democrats are bad. You, you call them the liberal left. But Abraham Lincoln identified Democrats. He referred to them as evil and the enemy. Yes, he had to try to work with them, but he discovered that there, was, there, were, there were no anti-slavery Democrats. They were all for slavery. And so he finally, at the end of his administration, quit trying to get their support to end slavery that was just a one-sided deal. And and it's gonna be like that today. But he called them skunks. He said, uh, what kills the skunk is the publicity it gives itself. And what we have is the Democrats have been working silently underneath the barn, wreaking their havoc. But now Donald Trump has exposed them. How, How deep did we believe the swamp was? Without Donald Trump, we would still be ignorant of all of that going on. What what draws the skunk out is somebody, you know, s- standing up against it. And then they just really go berserk. It's
0: do you, do you it's think, just uh, if you look at at, at the state, the status of the uh, of what the the uh, Democratic Party has right now, as far as candidates that they can run. Uh, I, I just, I know that they're going to run Biden again. You know what I mean? They, they have to, right? Because they don't want to lose a second term and they don't want to have a president, a democratic president, Mm -hmm. the most popular president in history um, to go, if you look at the votes, you know, but that's neither here nor there. If you believe the votes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I, but I think that, you know, they're, they're definitely going to run him again. But let's be honest, the man does not have the mental capacity to, to be the president of the United States, in, in my opinion. Um, I've always been of the opinion with with Biden being put in office that they were trying to groom um, Kamala Harris to actually take over the presidency and run her for the second term. But as far as the Republican Party goes, they have Donald Trump and then Ron DeSantis is, is becoming a big name in the Republican Party as well. Do you think that Donald Trump and and Ron DeSantis. Who do you see being the Republican, nom- the GOP nominee?
1: Well, if Donald Trump is is fully cognizant and and uh, as vigorous as he is now, it'll be Donald Trump. Um, he he, there's there's no comparison. I like Ron DeSantis, and he has done great things with Florida, but he had a walk in the park. Um, he had election police. There were no shenanigans. He made sure that it wasn't going to happen in Florida, and so Florida is no is a red state now. Right. However, Arizona, um, it it all comes down to election integrity, and that is absolutely the number one thing that is going to run this next election. Is Donald Trump had to uh, be a candidate early because it takes a long time to develop the ballot harvesting operation that he's gonna have to fight all of this that's going on in these states that have ballot harvesting. If that's gonna be the norm, then Republicans, one thing about Republicans, they are a party of the status quo. They don't like to change. Um, And that's why a lot of uh, them are anti-Trump. He's kind of like Teddy Roosevelt in in 1912. He won Teddy Roosevelt, came back and wanted to run again. He only he had two terms and then said, OK, I'm not going to run. But then he came back into it. He won all the primaries. And yet the Republican Party did not give him the nomination because uh, he was too much in your face. He he did things a little too progressively, great things um, in the industry in which uh, workers you know, were were treated better and did some really good things that needed done. But the Republican Party, they were still kind of big business stuck with that, um, and they didn't give it to them. And that that was a travesty. But we still have a Republican Party today that um, they they want things the way they have run for a long time. Um, you think
0: that's an issue though, because I mean, if if you think about it, look at. It. It, look at the way that the world is changing right now um, as far as like technology and that sort of thing. I know a, a really big problem with the Republican Party, and, and I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, marijuana legalization, you know, is something that a, a lot of Republicans are against. And yeah. it, the people, I mean, if you look at it, the people want that, you know, they want marijuana legalization. And in, in my personal opinion is, I, and I don't smoke marijuana. Um, I have before, but I do not anymore. Um, but my my personal opinion on it is it should be the state's decision. It should not be a federal decision as far as that goes. And and a lot of times, though, in, I think the Republican Party, that's one of the things that hurts them the biggest is that they're not, they're kind of stuck in their ways and they're not willing to change with the times.
1: Well, and that's kind of what I mean by status quo. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some times that change. In which it's the natural tendency of a free society in which freedom isn't just um, freedom for all of us to have those enumerated in the Constitution, but they're like, I should be able to be free to do whatever I want. That's just human nature. And that's a deterioration of society. Um, I believe it should be at states. Um, just like Roe v. Wade that's was the whole overturned, purpose,
0: right?
1: Yeah, the it's in our Constitution. That's one thing that the left always says they've hijacked the Constitution, just like they did whenever they said we want to be free to own our slaves. How absurd is that? But that's that's the party. That's their tendency. And today it's like we're defending the Constitution. How crazy is Liz Cheney? Um and the January 6th, we know right. that there was uh
0: collusion. It was just wrong the what
1: they did. J six <laughs> was not an insurrection, it was it was kind of a walk-in and there were some pockets. We we won't know all the truth because so about, well Tucker Carlson's gonna shut down anyway, but
0: what but the uh, agent that was there and provoking people to go in, I mean, he's an agent provocateur. How, how do you how do you get away with that? How does he not face in any sort of charges for that?
1: Uh, because the Democrat Party um, is allowed to get away with what they do because the Republican Party don't have enough fighters to stand up against it. And they have two years. Before Mm -hmm. the truth comes out. And in those two years. They're able to get away with a lot. Because we are so far behind. And you know some of us are like. Wait a minute. That's absolutely wrong. That's fake. But the way the Republicans are. It's like oh we can't call him a liar. I'm like well Donald Trump would. And then it turns out. That it's absolutely true. We need people who stand up. The Freedom Caucus. If they had not been shown by Donald Trump how to stand up and stand your ground and actually say we have those same rights that the Constitution gives everyone, which, by the way, the Democrats hope that a lot of their base doesn't read the Constitution because there are things in there that they think we're fighting for the Constitution. Well, you don't even believe that uh, the American republicans deserve these rights that are in the constitution so um yeah it's 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 a fight and i that's exactly what my book is about and i i believe donald trump is as big a fighter and as tough fighting uh, the the destruction of our nation um when you compare that
0: you, it's you, to it abraham has Brinkley. to be i mean if you think about it like everybody attacks him there was times when he was in office that i actually felt sorry for him i mean and and i felt empathy for him i'm like man this guy you know he's a billionaire and he put himself out as the president of the united states he didn't do it for the money i mean obviously he doesn't need the money right um a lot of people though they they say that because he is a um he's narcissistic so that he wanted the power and and maybe that's true but but wouldn't you agree that every politician has some sort of narcissism
1: well let let's compare him i agree donald trump brags a lot but let's let's talk about that i mean that's just the way he is that's one of those flaws that he has and but it's an it's an honest thing he's not oh he shouldn't have said that oh why is he so stuck on what's happening to him well the people who appreciate the honesty of Donald Trump understand why he does it, because he's the only one who's doing it. If he doesn't stand up and fight for himself, you know, who else is going to? Um, But Abraham Lincoln, a lot of us assume that, oh, Abe is the epitome of humility and, and honesty. And well, you dig a little deeper in Abraham Lincoln, and uh, bragging just didn't work for him. It was not something that anybody in that era uh, was going to pay attention to. So he developed this self-deprecation and making fun of. Of well, you're calling me two-faced. If I were two-faced, would I be wearing this one? You know, he did things like that. But he was very ambitious, very arrogant. He believed himself to be a genius. Um, he planned. Uh, to be president someday. And he had his own ways of bragging and yet they weren't in your face, completely different than Donald Trump. Um, But just as tough and solid a fighter as Trump is. And you just have to take Trump. He developed those from an early age, Mm -hmm. but they are a part of who he is. And those of us who appreciate uh, those really important things. And I wish Republicans Christians and a lot of just plain american people see that we don't have fighters like him and and it is an exceptional situation in our nation and the things that he was still able to accomplish yeah they are not going to quit attacking him because he is the one they fear the most because he will get things done and he's revealing things and conspiracy theories are true of course um after two years
0: exactly uh, that that's what i was getting out the truth is, is he yeah he he would tell us like the whole um with covid you know he said that it came from china and was a lab leak and this and that and and look at it now it's coming out in the news me well now they're trying to blame some ra- raccoon dog or something like that but uh i think that's bs myself um well there but, are
1: certain things you need to do when you listen to it to Uh, the liberal left is, first of all, whatever they say is exactly the opposite of what is true. And whatever they accuse others of doing is exactly what they themselves are guilty of. So if you remember those two things, it really is a true uh, way to interpret that. But, you know, they own the media. Um, Fox News even is beginning to be anti-Trump. So you can't really get the full story uh, from them and social media, whenever Twitter, uh, we know the censorship that has happened within that and the government collusion that has happened there. So all of this. Well,
0: thank, uh, thank God that Elon Musk bought Twitter or we wouldn't. I think I think Twitter's on a uh, on an upward path myself. are you? On- I,
1: I do believe that Elon Musk was a good thing for Twitter because he has a moral core that actually believes in truth. Right. That believes in values well, that I loved, are.
0: I loved. I don't know if you saw, censorship but when he when he took over Twitter. He actually started censoring Mark Zuckerberg. Um, are you are you on Twitter?
1: Um, I am, but just to get the news, I haven't <laughs> watched network news forever and i can get on twitter and truth social (laughs) and i can just see what's going on Mm -hmm. and that's all i need is just a little bit i know what's going on with politics and donald trump right um they're just going to keep coming after him with one thing after the other uh and you know people can be exhausted by it but uh we can give up and give in and say, you know, he's just too, he's got too much. Somebody said he's got too much baggage. I'm like, whose baggage? Uh, this is all stuff that they're trying to stick to him, but it's, it's not sticking. So they keep going to something different. Um, and they'll keep at it, but
0: well, they will the, the, uh, get right.
1: as much done in his next administration as he did in the first mm-hmm. uh, the economy. Um, but they, they will keep coming after him. Um, it's, I,
0: I'm it nervous. is what it is. I'm I'm. I'm nervous about the, uh, over the next six to eight months myself, uh, for the future of our country. I mean, as far as if you look at all these banks that have been failing here lately, I don't know if you saw that in the news, but um, several banks have, or I think two or three banks have failed uh, the Silicon Valley bank. And, uh, and, and then all the red all the all the workings for world war three are there in my opinion you have you know typically three um things before you see a world war and it's it's a uh, economic crisis it's um uh, allies whether it be our allies or nato allies or or our enemies um tying up policies together and working harder together and then you see, um, you know, just social social class and air clashing, and all these things are happening right now. And it's just it's mind blowing to me that we're seeing this. Um, so I, I don't, and we have a
1: Democrat in the White House. That is important.
0: What's that? Um,
1: Russia would not have gone into Ukraine if if we had had uh, Donald Trump in the White House. Um, but yeah, this this is a downward trend, and it it is because of the 2020 election and what uh was taken from that it's it is it is we we you know when china and russia get together that is not a good thing
0: well africa Um, signed on um they signed a uh i I don't know what to call it they signed an agreement with uh russia and china to they or south africa let me let me uh rather um but they just signed an agreement right,
1: alliances
0: yeah they signed an alliance mm-hmm. there we go i couldn't think of the word thank you a
1: treaty a treaty <laughs> a on the treaty. alliance there
0: we go there we go i couldn't think of it um but they just signed with uh russia and china i mean it it's it it's looking like to me that you know we're heading to a a major a major world war um and it's scary it, especially now with all the um you know nuclear weapons and things like that and I'm not trying to scare people, which is the writings on the wall. You can look it up. You know, you can look at all these things and and see it coming. I mean, I know um, a customer of mine for my full-time job, he, his daughter is a, um, she's in the Navy in Norfolk, um, Virginia. And she was telling him that they have the um, uh, aircraft carriers and destroyers all loaded up and pointed to sea to head out uh, overseas. So, something's coming, you know, and and I don't know what's what the problem is is the president that we have right now. and 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 don't get me wrong. I respect the presidency and I respect the office of the presidency. but I don't think John, Joe Biden is capable of of running the White House and and running the uh, the country. Um, but he's also weakened the seat of presidency for the United States. If you look at it, like you said, Donald, if Donald Trump was in office, Ukraine would have never been invaded by Russia because Russia knew that Donald Trump wouldn't play around. You know what I mean? No, you have to be able to, in order to have a stronghold on 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 the world and be a a, a major power a major player in in the world, you you have to be willing to use your military, and you and the, the enemy has to know that you're willing to fire bullets if you have to. And that's a problem because Donald, because I don't think Joe Biden has it in him.
1: Well, if you, if you think about Joe Biden, I don't think makes any decisions at all. I think he is run by the Democrat machine. I don't think they need to have any cognizant percent. They just want somebody who is just pleasant that a lot of people will vote for. Of course, the, um, but also the Democrats that their agenda is global it is not an, an American exceptionalism. It's not that uh, they even want America to remain a separate nation. Um, they need a new voter base. they want open southern borders. Uh, it's globalist and it is uh, so you're uh, talking
0: and- are you talking like uh, there's a you know conspiracy theory about the New world order are we is that what you're is that what you're referring to?
1: oh well you can call it that there are there are lots of things but but mm-hmm. it is the democrats the liberal left is a globalist it's it's you know wanting to be uh, a nation maybe even under china i i don't know that they believe america should be a separate nation anymore and that is the way it's going and that's why it is so scary um I, I think I'm not sure that the clash will happen like it needs to, as long as uh, Joe Biden is in the White House. Um, it could be, you know, who knows? There's a lot of time, but it is absolutely critical that we just not give in. We pick the biggest fighter that we know to take back the White House um, and to take back America in a direction Abraham Lincoln basically summed up the Civil War he said it it all goes down to this you believe slavery is right we believe it's wrong and whoever wins this war that's what's gonna happen and we can basically sum it up the direction the liberal left wants America to go in we believe it's wrong they believe it's right um, so there's your clash it's as simple as that it is two sides fighting
0: so um how does, and how it... does a president though make a change like this in a four-year term i mean because he mm-hmm. let's be honest if mm-hmm. trump does win the election next year he's only got four more years you know um how does he change how does he make changes i mean we can't go well back he's gotta he's gotta follow you know?
1: the same agenda he had before only double time that's one thing the democrats they lost no time in because they didn't expect to be stopped. That was absolutely a slap in the face for their agenda from Obama to moving to Hillary, that was expected. They were planning on, once you get eight years, that is gonna change a nation. Um, When they got back the 2020, uh, took the White House, uh, they weren't gonna waste any time because Donald Trump had stopped them for four years. Um, And we see it just just, you know, racing to end the America that we know and develop the America that they want. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. And,
1: uh, yeah, no, I think he can he can work on the judicial. There's so many things. He's smarter now. One thing Donald Trump does is he learns as he goes. And that's what Abraham Lincoln did he learned what he needed to learn when he needed to learn it donald trump is smart he'll go into it and he learned this through years and years of business and well, doesn't he doesn't um, well,
0: he he openly admits as well is that he surrounds himself with intelligent people that are experts at what they do right i mean you can't But he also learns
1: himself. He realized that he's surrounded, just like Abraham Lincoln did. It took him forever to get rid of McClellan, who was worthless as a a fighter in -hmm. the military. Um, But Donald Trump learns that, too, and he sees it, and he will adjust, and he will make sure that it's not the same thing as his first four years, in which he actually did get a lot done. Um, I I agree. But he will move twice as fast. And he will be savvy. He knows the deep state now. He understands how things work. And yet, yes, he will surround himself with the people he believes are best. But there's there's still that element. You don't know anyone until you really go through something with them. Mm-hmm. You know, Fauci. Who knew that Fauci was was <laughs> in that Wuhan lab doing stuff Donald Trump didn't know at first. Right.
0: Well, you have and, and its, I don't think do It's called a
1: pandemic, too. and it's it's um, a learning curve,
0: right? And yeah. But I, I, I as my, you go, I started this asking you about um, if you believe that Donald Trump's presidency was as successful as Lincoln's, and I think the reason why I asked that is the biggest thing that I, I would say, if in my opinion, I would have to say that Lincoln is probably the most successful president in the history of the United States and well be,
1: simply yeah, because, we
0: simply because of the abol, uh, abolition or um, abolishment of uh slavery you know
1: right the 13th amendment and right. that that was absolutely um critical to what uh abraham lincoln had a laser focused on making america great again he knew for that everybody
0: not just for, late, not just right. for the Republicans, slavery either. had
1: to be abolished in order for the war to end quickly. Right. Um but people talk about Abraham Lincoln in in the great unifier but they forget that he had to be the great destroyer first. We had half the nation who said we're going to fight you to be our own slave nation and Abraham Lincoln said no. You're you're not going to go that way easily. We will fight you back, and so it was that incredible fight, horrific war, destroyed the South, uh, and the end result, uh, Abraham Lincoln made sure that the only mention of slavery in the Constitution was its absolute abolishment, and that that's what he did. Right. Uh, the Democrats believed they were guaranteed the right to own slaves because. Of uh, where it talks about if somebody owes you labor and goes into another state to escape, then that state is committed to sending that person back. and And it doesn't say slavery, but that's that was the compromise back when we needed the southern slave states to help fight the Revolutionary War um, and when the Constitution was battled. That was a compromise, mm-hmm. um, but. But yeah, it it it's a fight. And but Donald Trump, he was able to get some good things done. The biggest success was to just put a stop to that automatic uh, globalist agenda, America, um, where you know patriotism and exceptionalism is a thing of the past.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, where we are a bit of
1: conservatives course. and Christians, and that is the left agenda. Right is to completely obliterate the America that that many of us want. We right. want the one that the constitute that the founders of uh, uh, intended. Uh, we still want that, um, but it is it is moving into in a globalist area. And I I agree with you. I see. I see war in the future, but I see it uh, I'm not sure what America will do uh, to fight it because one side wants to fight and the other side kind of wants to be absorbed in the war. Well, mm-hmm. elites lording over the masses uh, it's it's uh, well,
0: I, I think the Democrats it's pro- interesting mean- what
1: might uh, come about.
0: Right. I, I think the Democrats will probably do, you know, what they normally do and they'll they'll put a facade out there or something that happened. I mean, I, I guess you can't just blame the Democrats because, you know, Bush did it, too. The Republicans have been known to do it. They put, you know, false information out there, you know, weapons of mass destruction in, in Iraq. And where are they? We never found them. Um, that was just a reason to go in. So I, I'm sure that they'll they'll figure out a way to unite the people to uh, uh you know be on board with the with war my i i want to i do want to ask you though you so you, when did when did your book come out uh
1: february uh 2021 right after january 6th
0: okay so and what, what was your, how long have you been um, thinking about writing a book? I, I want to kind of, you know, delve into you a little bit. I want to know a little bit more about Well, it thing.
1: began in 2016. Like I said, uh, mm-hmm. I, I have a history degree and an English degree and I'm an educator. Um, and I've taught Abraham Lincoln for years to, uh, to school age kids. And mm-hmm. I just saw something with Donald Trump. Um, on the surface, you wouldn't think it, but then you look at those those kind of fun. I call some things fun similarities. Uh, there are some coincidences. For example, uh, both grandfathers Abraham Lincoln's grandfather, paternal grandfather, and Donald Trump's grandfather died suddenly in their forties. Hmm. Um, so things like that. But there are other things in which are are similarities. But I started digging. Um, And it took me three years to research the book and then Mm. one year to finally put it together. Uh, But that was it. I I absolutely saw it. I was so impressed with uh, Donald Trump and actually how incredibly honest and sincere he was in his love for America. Um, And so many people in America understand that, that connection. It has to do with, him fighting those who want to destroy our nation, the one that we believe uh, should uh, be given to our children and our grandchildren. Um, so, yeah, thats I was inspired to do it, and I knew I had to, um, because Donald Trump is so incredibly important right now to the direction our, our nation is going in. Right. He just won't shut up, and that's a good thing.
0: Right. So, are, so do you still, are you still a teacher? Do you still teach?
1: Um, I don't teach full time, but I substitute in the schools. I do a lot of community education. I love teaching. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. We we run some small businesses. We have a farm and a ranch. Uh, also, I raised that's four all, daughters. That's awesome
0: farmer uh, they what, have flown like the nest. or something so like that it or? is my
1: husband and myself uh raising cows and and corn and alfalfa and crops here in southeast wyoming
0: hey, i apologize if if it's if i'm talking to you. i think we have a slight delay um between what we're talking about so um are you are are you getting that too
1: i'm not i'm not okay.
0: I'm, maybe it's just me then i sometimes my my brain's a little fried so um So what's it like, though, being because I mean, obviously, you know, I I think anybody that's listening to this podcast can figure out that you are a conservative Republican, right? Um, What's it like being a teacher um, or a business owner in a in a world where this whole woke culture is 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 happening?
1: Well, it it is. It's not unlike what we have been seeing um, on every school board level, every local government level, we have been fighting this fight for a long time and uh, political correctness, how many of us really believed and and I am one of millions and millions who thought, oh, you can't say that in public, you can't do that anymore because people will be offended. And it's just, you know, we really thought that we thought the society was going in such a way And we were kind of, you know, Republicans tend to be law and order people. We want to we want to just do our own thing. Mm -hmm. And yet we want to be we want others. We expect others to also uh, obey the law. And and we're kind of the silent majority. Um, Right. I think we're still a majority. There are just too many silent of us. Right. But here comes Donald Trump and he stands up and, you know, the first and I know others realize this as well in the Republican primaries as he he we got to know him
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, when he offended somebody the first time and uh, all of us thought, OK, tomorrow he's just going to do what everybody else does. He's going to apologize and then we're going to move on. Um, and we realized the next day when he said, I'm not going to apologize. I really think that. I believe that. And I, I have the I same first it. amendment rights as anybody. I'm not going to apologize.
0: I I looked first forward time. to watching the news. every. You know what I mean? And, and like you, I, I don't watch network news anymore. Um, and I hadn't watched a lot of network news before Donald Trump. But I looked forward to watching him on the news or, or what he was saying next. I loved it. I loved it. You
1: know what? What we believed was, hey, he is exactly right. right. We have, we have the First Amendment, and by the way, there are five rights in that First Amendment, um, because the founding fathers could not decide which was the top American right: free speech, mm-hmm. religion, to petition the government, um, and then peace peaceable assembly. So and one more, I, I can't think of it right now. But there are five in the First Amendment. It's not just oh, freedom of the press. Um, those yeah. are all the First Amendment. And Donald Trump was basically standing up and saying what we would say he was thinking what we were thinking, and actually said it. So, you know, he's not a politician. That's why he is so loved. He's actually the most honest president I believe we've ever had because he says what he thinks. We don't wonder what is in his head because it comes out his mouth. Yeah, there are some cringe worthy things that are, you know, Abraham Lincoln had them too. He had jokes that were so incredibly dirty that he said, if I were to put them all in a book, it would stink like a thousand outhouses. So
0: i don't care what anybody says i i I don't care who you are you you have moments in your life where you're a crude. you know what i mean you you do Mm -hmm. and everybody's like that i i don't i i hated the fact that they attacked donald trump because because he was just being a, a normal i mean let's be honest he was a normal man right he he was he never when was it when when was it it was like uh when was it that he first said anything about possibly running for the president of the United States? Was it what year was that? Do you remember?
1: Oh, it was. You know, he he had history of of back in the eighties. He had an
0: interview with Herodic, uh, right
1: Barbara Walters or, or something. Barbara
0: Walters, that's right. Yeah. In
1: which he said, "Well, yeah, I think I might run for president." Well, he never did. It, it's, um, but eventually that- it.
0: I thought there was something though that he would say that he he never had an interest in running for president until a certain period of time. I think it was in the late, in the early nineties.
1: Yeah, we we had. Uh, oh, it was a new party called. I can't remember. I'd have to look back on it. Mm-hmm. But no, he's he's kind of always he's always been so involved in his businesses and his deals. His favorite thing, of course, was real estate. But now it it is making America great again. He knows he's a fighter. He's he's a, a, a able to stand up and and he's so he is okay with whatever comes at him. He is right. the least pre- prejudiced person you could ever find because he doesn't care who it is who says something. You can be a woman or whatever color you are. He doesn't care. He's going to punch back. And he's going to do it equally. Um, So it's it's he is who he is. And Americans appreciate that. And they need to understand that he is the one who they fear the most. And if you have anybody else endorsing any other candidate uh, who is, you know, on the liberal left side, you can bet that uh, there's something about that candidate they're not afraid of. So so they're going to they're going to keep punching Donald Trump because they're the one he is the one they do not want
0: well, to keep fighting. when you when you get to the point where you're where you make the deep state scared, then they're they're going to punch you. You know what I mean? They're going to try to get you. They're going to try to get you. Um, well,
1: and that's, that's another crazy. thing. It's not the liberal left who is against Donald Trump. It is the world. There no, are nations I mean, the deep against
0: state, because I mean,
1: he made he made NATO pay their fair share. Uh, you know, China definitely doesn't want him in there again. Um, he threatens whatever they want to do in the world. Uh, Russia. Uh, it's it's there are a lot of people out to get Donald Trump. I believe that uh, Providence will definitely have a role in how successful he is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, I, I uh, just like Abraham Lincoln in his second inaugural, he, he realized the North should have won the Civil War in the first year that that just he could not understand why are we not winning this war we have more soldiers we have better technology we have all of these things on our side why are we not winning it in his second inaugural he came to the decision that god was punishing this nation for slavery and and he was simply an instrument in that hand and it was it was a devastating war and it was you know until every drop of blood drawn with a lash was paid by one drawn with the sword um and he saw that that god was actually in charge um donald trump and abraham lincoln think very similarly they're not church going but they definitely believe that there is a god that that uh
0: do you think Donald Trump, though, was, protects was America, do you think Donald Trump because he was, you know, obviously, he, he never really was with a church or anything like that. But um,
1: well, neither was Abraham Lincoln. Right.
0: Right. But I mean, Donald Trump, uh, you know, the, the evangelist evangelistical Christians were really a, a key part in, in him winning the election. You know, so what what do you think that he was pandering to them? maybe
1: i uh, know i i think he legitimately um is against abortion i i think he legitimately has this moral core mm-hmm. whatever he used to believe in the past it's you know at some point people grow up and they realize that uh he actually you know he was kind of a seeker for a long time but he he has a very strong Faith. He has a very strong moral core
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that he relies on. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. Um, it's very simple. Right. Uh, it's it's nothing. He's not going to say, "Well, I am this way," just to pander to them. Donald Trump is not going to pander. He knew he needed the the religious and and conservative right, um, and I think. The Christians in America, churches in America, um, they need to realize that it is because of Donald Trump and his stance on abortion and his uh, Supreme Court justices that he appointed that Roe v. Wade was overturned, that it sent back to the states. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is definitely uh, a part of him. He's not—he's not presenting any type of facade that is not real, and uh,
0: I, I, Donald I Trump can be
1: trusted is, above any other politician.
0: It's—it's it's crazy to me because I—I know people that because you know I'm not—I—I—I'll be friends with anybody. You know, I'll, I'll call you a friend as long as you respect me, you respect my loved ones. I'll call you a friend. Whether you're a Republican, Democrat, I or just don't even care, you know about politics at all. But I know I have some liberal, um, Democratic friends that literally hate his guts. I mean, they wish this guy dead. And and I'm like, how do you, how can you how can you say that about somebody? First of all, and I, second, like you don't even know him personally. So how how can you hate somebody like that? You're what you're hating is what the media has told you is bad about him. Well, the
1: reason half the nation hated Abraham Lincoln is because he was against their plan for America. Right. And they didn't know Abraham Lincoln. They just knew he stood in the way. He was the one that said, you can't secede. You can't just leave the union because you don't like what's, you know, the compromises we've been doing
0: mm-hmm. he even
1: said when he was elected, he said, we're not going to interfere where it is, but we don't want it going west across all the territories. Um, slavery was just the issue today. It's abortion. It's it's the woke agenda. It's those things that that, you know, you can't just do this. That goes against, you know, other people's rights, it's, it's, um, having an open southern border. That's absolutely against the Constitution, because what Article Four, Section Four says: the federal government will protect every state from invasion. That's why they'll never use the word; they cannot call it an invasion, because then definitely they will absolutely be against the Constitution. I mean, they're breaking it.
0: That's a great they're, point, and, and yet they say they're fighting it like for
1: it. So that's
0: a that's a great point, Gretchen. I I never thought about it like that. So. So they would re reword it, so they're not call it invasion, right? And then it's then it, then because we,
1: invasion is in the Constitution, right. it's so it, the federal government will protect every state from invasion. And you know what is happening to our southern states? It's being invaded, but they'll never use that because it's against the Constitution.
0: That is even. I, I think it's crazy. So. Like they called. There's there's proof of the Clintons calling. Um, I think the Clinton Foundation. I might I may be wrong. I'll have to I'll have to double check that. And if it is, I'll take this out. But I think the Clinton Foundation has been found that they actually called Georgia, um, telling the governor of Georgia, you need to find more votes for us so we win this, so Joe Biden wins the presidency. Right? Have you heard about that?
1: Um, I don't know. There are just various things in Georgia, different states. Arizona, Georgia, uh, Nevada has some issues. Mm-hmm. Um, Wisconsin, we know all of these things. Philadelphia, you know, where in the world is the real John Fetterman? Do you, we do don't know because there's a fake John Fetterman out there to look like him. So,
0: how do you charge Donald Trump with with corruption or pre- political uh, corruption? with the stormy daniel thing but you don't charge the clintons with corrupt political corruption and they're actually corrupting the democratic voting process
1: well it never goes both ways that, it, it,
0: it's, it's crazy like how, how do people because how, how does the american they, people look they at own
1: the media game? they they have such they own academia they own public schools they they hold uh You know, all of these uh, colleges and universities, they Mm -hmm. are the place where the young people are are indoctrinated in the liberal agenda. It's, you know, global warming and climate change. It's it's, you know, the climate changes all the time, but but it's not it's not doing what they want everyone to think it's doing right. Um, It's a part of their agenda and who knows why they think it and why they want it. But it's, it's, it's just the opposite. It's, it's against, you know, values it's against um, absolutely against Christians, against conservatives, against Republicans, against patriotism, against the flag, against borders, against exceptionalism. It's just against all of that. They are the, antith- the antithesis. And I, you know, not unlike the battle that Abraham Lincoln had to fight, literally, right. um, in order to reunify the nation. He had to, and and I think it's going to be a heck of a fight this time. It right. has to be. I mean, they, they fight dirty. They fight absolutely hit below the belt and, Donald Trump, I think, is the only one who can fight effectively back and teach Republicans to fight with equal intensity, um, which they don't do. They tend to, oh, we can't say that, we can't do that, and they don't fight. I think Mm that the the best fighters we've seen in the Republican Party lately, besides Donald Trump, has been the Freedom Caucus, and in states where governors are standing up and saying, "Uh uh-uh, you're not going to do that in this state.
0: Right. you, I think do you have any uh, plans to write another book?
1: Uh, I I have not um been inspired yet for a second one. Uh, I I think uh I just think a lot of people need to understand how Donald Trump and Abraham Lincoln truly are fighters and very similar in in who they are down deep and
0: people you got to read her book because it it I read it. And it, I'll I'll be honest, I listened to the audio book and you did a great job reading it by the way. Um, so, but I, I, I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't have a lot of time to sit down and actually read a book. So, and I drive a uh, beer, a beer delivery truck for a living. Um, so I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I listened to your book while I was working and, um, you guys have to listen, you guys have to either listen to it. You can get it on Amazon um I personally have a subscription to Audible so I use one of my credits to buy your book um, and it, you guys it, it's it's kind of it's it's crazy the the similarities that she points out in the book um where else can they buy your book I know I know it's on Amazon I got it off Audible um, what where else can they get it
1: Well I have a website it's gretchenwollett.com uh, w o l l e r t.com um you can buy it there Uh, But yes, um, people need more people who are not already anti-Trump. If you're anti-Trump, you're anti-Trump. That's just it. Nobody's going to convince you otherwise. But if you're on the, you need to understand the reality of who he is, as well as who Abraham Lincoln is. But the signs of the times in chapter 10, it's how similar is our nation today today. To where it was in the Civil War, it is incredibly similar, and we are we are headed into a fight. Yeah, that chapter
0: really got. It's not just going
1: to be, you know, flipping back and forth a Democrat, and then there's a Republican. I think if uh, there's going to be an end of a legitimate Republican Party, if Donald Trump is not successful in bringing uh, the Make America Great Again crowd in connection, there are there are serious problems, um, with Republicans. And right now I'm a Republican, but that could change. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they do to Donald Trump, what they did to Teddy Roosevelt, it's not going to go well. And it's not going to go well for the nation. They don't and do it to Donald will, it Trump will be Republicans this. fault because they're not fighting like they should.
0: Well, let's hope, let's hope they don't, he doesn't end up with like Abraham Lincoln and you know, in his second term. So, um, if if anybody wants to get a hold of you, um, I know you said you're on Twitter, but you don't you don't really do too too much. Is there any other?
1: Well, I'm um, I'm there. I'm at Gretchen Woolert. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn. I've, I I. Uh, don't do much with Facebook. They did a lot of censoring of my book because it had the word fight on it right after January 6th. It had the word Trump, Trump on it. <laughs> right. It had the word born and mm-hmm. Lincoln. So these were all bad words at the time. So
0: right. um, what, uh, Truth what about? Do you have like Instagram or anything like that? Or
1: I don't have an Instagram. It's basically Twitter, Truth Social, and LinkedIn. Um, but go to my website. You can always contact me there. Okay. Gretchen dot com. Yeah,
0: what I'll what I'll do is I'll put all the information down in the show notes as well. And then um, Gretchen, what, what I normally do is I'll edit the podcast uh, today, Saturday. So this should come out on Tuesday morning um, and then I'll send you a copy of it and uh, or the link to the podcast and you can, you know, share and distribute on on your side.
1: Okay, that'll be great. Thank you so much. Cool. I always cool. enjoy talking about this. I think it's serious. I agree with you that we are headed in a very interesting to say the least direction
0: well let's let's plan on doing this again in in a couple months or something like that, you know, and hopefully uh, hopefully we're wrong, but I don't think we are.
1: I think we're headed for a fight,
0: right right well hey i i appreciate your time and um definitely appreciate you you uh spending your time with us today and talking about these things everybody check out her book um and as always i will be back next week um with a uh another another show i'll talk to you later gretchen
1: thanks so much enjoyed it
0: thanks bye-bye